Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, this is Dan Enriquez. And I'm Martin Burgess. And this is The Lamely Meeting. A podcast dedicated to the wonderful world of Mariah Carey. Where we break down all things Mimi. The short skirts. The big hair. Whatever. So, grab a splash, sit back, and get ready to lamb out. Hey, Lamb. Welcome to episode 22. 22. Mm-hmm. That's like 22 long weeks yeah well that's <laughs> almost a whole day of non-stop talking about mariah right like if we were to stay on an hour long show every week we'd have 22 hours but i'm sure we've, we've had all those like, overruns where they're unplugged oh my god we're way past 24 solid hours of talking about mariah yeah we've barely scratched we the surface. barely even scratched the surface that's nuts i know but i like today's topic we're going to get into um sampling yeah well, of stuff that Mariah has sampled. Right. Which, I mean, there's a lot, yeah, but there's some of her biggest hits have been sampled, and sometimes people don't even realize it. Yeah. We'll get into that in the meeting. Yeah. We'll get, obviously. Okay. So we had some situations this week. I know. First of all, huge, huge news that we wanted to report ASAP. Yeah. We, we were going to call the emergency Lamley meeting, but then there was an actual real emergency. There was a real emergency, a state of emergency. Declared. <laughs> the city was shut there down. There was. I mean, pretty much. Weren't all the streets shut down? Yeah. yeah. Um, you couldn't, like, drive. By 2, t- 2 p.m., all the buses were shut down, yeah. streets shut down, no driving, no yeah. nothing. All above ground subways were also shut down. Yeah. So we had a huge blizzard yeah. here in the on the east coast of America. Mm-hmm. Um, and it hit New York pretty bad, pretty yeah, hard. Yeah, it snowed like basically for a whole day. Yeah, a lot of snow. And then digging out is just a disaster. Yeah. And Ugh. if you want to get an idea of how much snow, there are still cars outside in the street buried in snow. Yeah. Got like they're not yet see yeah. a pile of snow. There's, <laughs> there's cars, even in though there. it's a little bit warmer out today and it's starting to melt. Yeah, so that's good. I like that. Same, yeah, because that means it's going to be gone. But to call an emergency meeting on the weekend was impossible. Yeah, it was just it wasn't going to work. Mm-mm. But we're going to get all about that in the moment. In a moment, so but we both survived the Dan, lizard. Well, Dan barely survived, barely survived. Tell them guys. what happened to you. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but. Upper Manhattan Mm -hmm. is very hilly. Mm -hmm. Like, it's hills everywhere. Yeah. So where I live, I live at the bottom of a hill. Uh So, like, I have to walk down this very steep hill to get to my apartment. Which is then, like, you know, and then there's the river. Mm -hmm. So, like, my, it's basically like a dead end. Mm -hmm. But anyways, it's at the bottom of a hill. Mm -hmm. So I'm telling you, and I've lived there for, like, four years now. And I swear, every single winter, I'm like, 
this is dangerous to be walking down such a steep hill. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to fall and break their neck. Yeah. Like I see ladies walking down that hill in high heels during the snow and the ice and all of this. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> you better be careful. And sure enough, what happens? Yeah. Just the other day, I go tumbling down the hill. Oh, no. Tumbling down the hill. And I could have swore that I broke my ankle. Yeah. But it's actually not broken. Oh, shit. The doctor confirmed. Oh, good. So, I mean, it's very painful and yeah. hard to walk, but I've survived. Uh-huh. And I may have a, a scratch or an abrasion on my forehead. You have but a, that's okay. A little moment happening. A moment is right above my eye. It's not that bad, though, right? No. No. But it looks like you fell. Does it? Well, it looks I like mean, you it looks head. like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something happened. Well, this is nothing compared to the uh, time I fell down the subway stairs like two winters ago. Yeah. And instead of like just falling down, I sort of tried to help myself and I caught the railing. Oh. But when I caught the railing, I just ended up swinging myself into the wall. Oh, no. And I blacked my eye. Yeah, it was that was real bad because I had to walk around with that big black eye. Now I'm just limping. And people, have a little abrasion. This is nothing. People think the term concrete jungle, New York City, is a joke. <laughs> it's serious. Like, it's a jungle. You've got to be careful out there. It's dangerous. And you know, now that I'm older now, I, the bones don't heal properly. <laughs> <laughs> so be safe out there, guys. You think it's like, you know, whatever, but you could fall and go tumbling down a hill. You never know. Yeah. And uh, bruise your eye. Uh-huh. But I'm safe. I'm good. So that's that was the weekend. That yeah, that was the weekend. The blizzard. So there was the blizzard yeah. has destroyed us. Mm -hmm. But, but that here. was me. We're on time though for this yes. meeting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a non-eventful. Oh, sorry, Siri is There's trying to. Nothing to read. Sorry, Siri is having a Siri, moment. Siri, nobody asked for you. I didn't call for you, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had an uneventful. Weekend, I was just inside the whole time. Well, yeah, because what the is snow. there to do? Mm -hmm. Nothing. Nothing. You're trapped. Everything I mean, was closed. Everything was closed except for you. I don't know. Like a lot of my friends had to go to work still. Oh, really? Because they work in like restaurants and stuff. Restaurants but were even, open, but they got shut down too. Some of like them two o'clock. Some of them did. Yes. Like um, the one that I work at, um, they they did shut down. Yeah, yeah. Because my local um, Mexican place around the corner. Um, the guy, the manager told us the night before, oh, we're going to be open tomorrow, by the way. So we're trapped You're inside. Like, okay. By let's... 2 p.m., total cabin fever because you course. can't do anything. So we call them to see they're open and nobody answers. So we call back an hour later. Nobody answers. <laughs> no, they're going. No. Um, my boyfriend <laughs> says, let me walk over there to check. Maybe they're not taking delivery. Like, we were so desperate to, like, just get out. <laughs> like, I want a taco and a margarita. <laughs> just to do something. Yeah. No, it's true. Anyway, so uh, they were and they were closed because you know honestly, I didn't think that that much snow was gonna come. No, even though like I'm from Chicago, this is nothing. Mm -hmm. um, this happens like twice a year in mm -hmm. Chicago, like mm -hmm. all the time. So I can totally handle it, other than falling down a hill. Mm -hmm. But like I thought it was gonna be like three inches. They're totally overreacting. Like yeah. calm down. Well, because they had a few false alarms in the previous years. True, that didn't turn out to be much. Yeah. But this one actually was something. It was a so lot. Yeah. It's all right, though. It's all right. It so is what it is. It's all right. Yeah. We just, I stayed indoors and YouTubed Mariah. What else do I do? Mm -hmm. That's it. Yep. I know. <laughs> we made it through the snow. We made it through the snow. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's get into moments because, of course, we have the big the topic big, big. at hand. Yeah. So we're going to dedicate most of the moments just to that alone. Uh-huh. Okay. You got to give us a moment. I'm waiting for my moment get we share you. moments whenever transitional moment 
like the fun, you know, cute remix moment, an amazing moment, but I'm also featuring moments for you. Uh-oh, I need a camouflage moment, a genius moment, a short moment. I've been waiting for this moment the whole day. Okay, moments. Moments. Now. Oh, by the way, do you know during the blizzard on cable, there was like Mariah Movie Fest. Glitter was on. Oh my God. And don't mess with the Zohan. That's the perfect time because everyone's indoors watching. Trapped. Did you tune in? Captive audience. <laughs> I don't I don't get fused because I don't have like, I, I, I don't have like TV. But I mean, I have TV, but I don't like have TV. Uh -huh. So I didn't watch. But I should revisit Glitter sometime soon. We should. Which is interesting because the whole Glitter soundtrack is a lot of samples. It's all sampling. It's yeah. all sampling. Pretty much. So... Which are really good. But we're, we're going to we're we're talk a little bit about that because Heartbreaker was originally for oh, Glitter. Glitter. Yeah. And Heartbreaker has an 80s sample in it. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. from the 80s, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the huge moment of the huge. moment. Huge. And we're not just talking about the diamond ring that's no. huge. Uh -huh. Just the whole overall aspect of this yeah. engagement is huge. Well, I think... Um... Well, first of all, I'm less freaked out by the engagement over getting married. That's true. I, because here, okay, here's my thing. Yeah. Number one, if Mariah's happy, then I'm happy. Same. That, and boom. she seems happy. And she seems happy. So mm -hmm. I'm okay with this. Mm -hmm. Now, you know that just a few weeks ago, we were reporting mm -hmm. that we were not ready for this. No. And we're still not. No. But if this is a nice, long engagement, long. then I'm okay. Same. Just don't go to the Bahamas mm -mm. and get hitched after six weeks like you did with Nick Cannon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Live it out. Mm -hmm. You know, make sure it's good. A nice, long engagement. Mm -hmm. Boom. I'm happy. Same. I agree. You know? Yep. Because there have been a lot of reports now that she's supposed to be getting married this summer. I don't think that it's too soon. Too soon. Maybe next summer I'm or down, the summer after. I'm down for a nice year-long engagement, two-year engagement. Two years. I could go longer, but that's okay. I could go longer. I think by two years we're going to know for sure if they need right. to get married or if they don't like, they'll know if they don't like each other. Yeah. Enough. Um, so, I'm okay. I didn't freak I mean, I'm out. I'm okay. Yeah. I, I was excited, but like, I didn't freak out like the... False alarm earlier. The false alarm <laughs> of, yes. But, okay. So, where where do we even start? Okay, so we popped the question yeah. at a dinner at 11 Madison Park, which is a very she-she restaurant here in, here New, in York. New York. It seems staged. Seems staged. Because the right people were there. Right? Everybody. And then, of course, there's paparazzi standing outside, mm -hmm. which I don't know, like... I don't know. It mm -hmm. sort of seemed a little staged, but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what you do when you live in, when you're a pub in the public eye, like yeah. you Stage capture the moment. moment, you capture yeah. the moments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I guess, you know, I'm not saying it's like a publicity stunt, No, but somebody knew what was happening. Yeah. Like, was it a manager or a friend or somebody, maybe Mariah wasn't in the know of uh -huh. being proposed, but somebody else was. Yeah. Um, but I think there had to be an element of planning because if Mariah said no, right, who's going to manage that situation? Exactly. So I think everybody was on board. I think everybody was, had to be on board. Yeah. And then here's my thing, just in engagements in general. I mean, I don't know because I've never been, but like you do not ask somebody to marry you in front of other people if uh -huh. there is a question about them saying no. Uh-huh. 
Like you just don't do it because then you feel the pressure to say yes, mm -hmm. even though you really want to say no, mm -hmm. but you're not going to say no in front of people. Mm -hmm. So like, no, I don't, I don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> somebody had to know that Mariah was going to say yes. Yeah. Which is good. Uh -huh. Cause could you imagine? Okay. Well, did you see read the article in Vogue about the ring? Yes. They're exclusive. They're, they had a, an exclusive, which was amazing because we got good pictures of the actual ring and everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Vogue um, did this article with Wilfredo Rosardo, mm -hmm. who is her longtime friend, her stylist. He does a lot of her styling. Um, um, a lot of jewelry. He, mm -hmm. I mean, you could look at his website. He has jewelry and a lot of it will look familiar because it's a lot of jewelry that Mariah wears all mm -hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so he designed the ring. Mm -hmm. So obviously he was in the know. And in the article it said it took a couple of weeks and a team of people. Right. So I'm sure, you know, he's her friend. Yeah. You know he's going to think, psst, Mariah. Exactly. <laughs> You're going to be like, girl, like, what's your uh, uh, ideal, like, ring? Like, he had to, you know, uh -huh. get something out of her. Mm -hmm. um, but he and James worked together, according to the article, um, mm -hmm. to make this, like, the perfect ring. And yeah. it really is stunning. Mm -hmm. oh. I mean, you could ice skate on it. You could. You could. It's huge. Yeah. Now, obviously, they're reporting 35 carats. And I've heard figures going from 7 million to 10 million. Mm -hmm. It's just really expensive. But, you know. But um, I think for James, that is required. It has to be. Diamonding. <laughs> it has to be. You can't go anything less. And, and for James as well, he's a he has $4 billion. So exactly. that $10 million is what's nothing. in his pocket. It's literally nothing. Yeah. Like he carries that around in his wallet. So that's the least he could do for... Exactly. For Miss Mariah. Miss Mariah, yeah. Who is the ultimate queen of diamonds. Which, do you know what I just love? Is that she successfully erased the Nick saga. Like boom, in a second. Gone. Gone. Wherever. We're moving on. Uh -huh. Things are bigger and better. Uh-huh. Like, ugh. I mean, it's great. I'm so... I would rather see her with somebody like James or James. Yeah. Um... Uh, than Nick Cannon, mm -hmm. like I'm, I'm so much more down with that than yeah. I was with the Cannon marriage. Exactly. Although we did get two amazing, beautiful children out of it. We did. And you know how I included myself and you mm -hmm. and all of us yeah. in that. No, we, we did. We did. Yeah. <laughs> we got some good stuff out of that. Yeah, because of course we need the kids to continue the legacy of. So the, yes, the legacy, and they're great and you know nick cannon is what it is but mm -hmm. this i think is a much m more mature relationship yeah you more know appropriate we're not gonna see james with the bunny ears no. and uh you know tom foolery yeah like he's and, a gentleman uh-huh and he do you know what i also like is that he's not dabbling or intruding into the lamely that's a separate right. thing he's like mariah is that's her lane uh -huh. that's what she does and yeah. he's like and he's comfortable with that yeah he doesn't care no he doesn't want the spotlight like uh. even you know that first time they did their red carpet appearance mm -hmm. he like seemed very stiff and mm -hmm. like cause he doesn't do that no. you know and he doesn't want any part of it whereas nick nick was loved got, it he got he all up in like, our face and i didn't like it i didn't like it at all you know i don't think that like I, I just don't, I don't think James is going to fall into that. No. It's just not going to happen. He doesn't need to. He, yeah, exactly. He doesn't gain anything. He's a casino mogul. Like right. he, not, He's not he going to come for us. Own. Yeah. He doesn't need anything. But he doesn't need us to do anything for him. It's not and like we're going to go gambling all of a sudden. He doesn't need our approval of no. him. 
either. Uh-uh. So he's not trying to like get on our good side yeah. and be like, hey, Lamely, how you doing? Uh-huh. Like, no, uh-huh. no, uh-uh. which I like that. I love it too. Just stay I over like there. It. You know, I was just reading in People magazine, they did an article on it, and their source claimed that it's such a perfect match between Mariah and James because they're two alpha individuals, uh-huh. alpha female, alpha male, who yeah. have like their own lanes, uh-huh. their own careers. They're both very successful. Mm-hmm. So there's no crossover mm-hmm. and it's not needed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that for the most part, they're going to be able to le- live their life together with with uh, with a bit of privacy. Yeah. Because James is not a public person. But also so James. You're not going to yeah. find him on some radio show talking whatever about Mariah. Exactly. You know, like Nick did. Yeah. Also, I think James uh is obviously more mature than Nick was, and but he also has his identity. He's the man, the businessman who wears a suit. He's not going to let Mariah's bunny ears spoil that image. Yeah, exactly. He's going to tell her, "No, I'm not doing no, that." No, I'm not putting on bunny ears. Get yeah. your life. Um, and and because of that, I think Nick got drowned in the Mariah world. Right. Okay, but this is a very interesting thing here. I was talking with a couple of friends of mine about you know the Mariah wedding and things, and then the conversation grew into. Um, you know, a man being a man and taking care of a woman, chivalry Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, like opening doors or, you know, like whatever you would do for a woman. Mm -hmm. And it's like Nick Cannon was a very much a gentleman to Mariah. He cherished her. He really, uh, you know, gave her what she asked for. But I think his intention was I'm doing this for you. Because I want it myself. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm doing this because I'm going to get something out of it. Mm. You know, whereas James is a gentleman to Mariah Mm -hmm. because he truly wants to just do that for Mariah. Mm -hmm. You know, where I think Nick was trying to do it to look good Mm -hmm. or to feel better. Like, oh, if I can, like, shower Mariah with all of this gentleman, Mm -hmm. manly stuff... Mm She's going to like me and I'm going to feel better about myself. Where yeah. James, I feel, is coming from a, a more honest point where yeah. he's like, I'm going to be a gentleman to you because you deserve that and that's who I am. You know, I, there's yeah. no, like, he's not getting anything out of this other than just giving Mariah the world. Yeah. I also think with Nick, there was um, a big element of insecurity and not, not, um, being able to meet her level right. in terms of, yes. hey, uh, let's go to Disneyland tomorrow, fire up the private jet, we'll stay exactly. at the hotel. It's going to cost $2 million. Mariah has that lying around. Exactly. Nick, Nick doesn't. In Nick's mind, oh, do I have to pay half of that? Do I have to pay the whole bill? Oh my God, I don't have like, a million where dollars. Where is this throw... money going to come from? Exactly. So right. and maybe he has to say, Mariah, can you pay for it? Yeah. And that doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. Uh-huh. Because, you know, he, he wants to be the macho man, like the, you know, yeah. which is why he's running around trying to make money yeah. uh, with all his DJ gigs and all his TV shows and whatever else he's doing. Yeah. But then it's like, you're never home. Always somewhere, but not there for him. Exactly. Me. So if you're always out making money, how can we be a family? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas James, money is not going to ever be an issue between the two of them. Never. So like the time that they do spend together mm-hmm. is more... It's more fruitful. But also Mariah can do her, oh, let's um, go here, let's go get, let's do this, let's do that, let's spend as much money as I feel like, and no one's going to feel bad about it. Right. There's going to be, that tension won't be there. They're both on the same level. Yeah. And that, I think, is needed. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Because either James will pay for it or she'll pay for it. But no one's going to stress out No one's going to be like tit for tat, like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I paid for the last plane. Yeah. You got to pay for this one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just, it is what it is. So that's not going to be a problem, which is right. good for them. Good. Yeah. Like I say, that just, that alleviates. I mean, let's be real. In any relationship, no matter what your financial level is, yeah. finances can be a problem yeah so when finances are not a problem in the relationship uh-huh. it leads to a better relationship Absolutely. because it's one less stress you have to worry about yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i think i think they're good um it's it's i just hope it's a long engagement same <laughs> but then i had a thought um just this morning is she coming around to like another tommy moment because tommy was basically james a businessman Minus, I guess James doesn't have the music industry influence. True. Which I think is a good thing. Probably, yeah. Because again, he's going to stay in his own lane. He's not going to control her. Yeah. He's not going to be putting his two cents into what her next song should be. Mm -hmm. But I do see that um, there is maybe a little similarity into the the types of men they are. Yeah. Um, But you never know. That could be a good thing. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing. You know, um, so I obviously grew up in Australia and James was always a public figure, but he was disliked. And just this morning I was thinking, why didn't we like James? What was that? I cannot remember. I was just, was it just like the general idea of just like, oh, don't a like super him rich, it's just... super rich person. Yeah. He was never trying to be on TV. Like he was never trying to do anything. He was just in the press all the time. But why? What was he doing? I really can't. I need Just to call up some my, money. I think so. I need to call up. Oh, Aussie lambs! Anybody listening? Did we not like James? I can't remember now. <laughs> but the thing, is, but in hindsight, I always knew who James was as well. Like he was a public figure in Australia. Oh, because I yeah. Well, uh, obviously, us here in America and most of the other world have no clue who that's, he is. That's why this is bizarre for me because I'm thinking, wow, really, James Packer got Mariah. That I mean. It's, I don't want to say I don't want to say Donald Trump, but just like someone who's not famous or famous for business, right? Landing Mariah, it's like oh wow, that really that really? happened. Yeah, but I mean it's working out though. It's, it's good. working out. I mean, again, it it seems to be good. Yeah, but like now there's all these reports of like where she's getting married. Yeah, uh, Bora Bora, the the British Barrier Reef, the, the Great, Great Barrier, Barrier Reef. Reef. <laughs> And then there's even, uh, I think it was today, there's like a couple of different articles. I think it's just one article that's been like uh, reported over and over that some 17-year-old girl whose mom knows James Packer Mm. is designing Mariah's wedding dress that will be adorned with butterflies and 14 karat gold. And I'm like, how, how, that, no, no, like you, who is trying to get their 15 minutes of fame out of this? Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Like everybody. Mariah is not, that's... No. First uh-uh. of all, the mom of the 17-year-old designer Instagrammed a, a picture of the prototype of the dress. Like and she's sketch? like no, or like a the, ac- the actual picture. Uh-huh. Um it's not finished though, obviously, because the mm. 14 karat gold isn't there. But like I'll guarantee you, whoever is designing Mariah's dress, mm. Mariah's not letting a picture leak. Mm-mm. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I I love that people are trying to get all their gossip and their mm-hmm. rumors and their 15 minutes of fame. Yeah. But like I think 
I mean, I guess that's just what happens in the media. People just like to talk, talk, talk. Yeah. But I think everything we've heard so far is just that. It's just talk. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. It is what it is, but... It's so bizarre, though, because like, now I'm thinking, wow, she's going to be... She can get an Australian passport. Yeah. So can the kids. The kids yeah. are going to be half Australian. That's A little bit Australian now. Oh, my God. I mean, they're citizens of the world no matter what. Yeah. I mean, they're they're everywhere. It's just a bizarre concept for me because there was a point when I was there, Mariah was on the Around the World DVD, and that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> that was it. Now she's merging into the. She's merging into the into to the, the land. Yeah, she's a part of it now. Yeah, she's going to be Australian. She'll be there royalty. all the time. Yeah, she will. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, who are Australian royals? Like, is there... have, no, we um, have the I know British th- royal. I I know, but like, you know how like here in America, like we don't have royalty either, but like oh, the Kennedys like, would be. American oh. royalty or um you know I think the Packers would have been along those lines but not like not in a loved way but powerful rich okay big business I see the Murdochs um not we don't like them either but they're part of it there's one of the sons Murdoch's sons are cute oh okay he married a model she's on TV okay all right. But, like, nothing, like, here. Well, Mariah's going to be, like, Australian royalty now. She is. Like, a number one, the Aussies love her anyways. Well, so, apparently, in Sydney, um, James has a casino there called the Crown Casino. It's the mm-hmm. one big casino that we have. They're redoing it all, and they're building this thing called the Crystal Palace in the top. Oh, my gosh. Which is, like, part of the hotel. Uh-huh. And so, one of my friends was joking, Raymond. Hey, Raymond. Saying he was joking to me, saying, "Oh, you know, James is building this Crystal Palace. Mariah's going to live in it." I mean, it sounds is, this like this was it. a long time ago. But now I'm thinking, shit, she's really going to live in that she Crystal Palace. She probably will. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, what do you think about like prenups and stuff? Like, obviously, there has to be something because yeah, I feel like Mariah want to protect. I think Mariah, because we got this from the Tommy divorce. They leave with what you came with, right? I think Mariah's going to, same thing. Same thing, Just right? Just what he came with. Which is why it's so interesting that there are so many reports that Nick and um, Mariah aren't divorced yet. But what's the holdup? If it's not money, if it's not property, yeah. what's taking so long for it to be finalized? I wonder money he made. Money during the Nick marriage. made? Yeah. You think Mariah's trying to get some? Maybe a cut. Maybe a what? A cut of it. Oh, a cut. Yeah. <laughs> Like the house took forever to sell, so that has to get finalized. I guess. I mean, yeah. That, all that kind I of mean, stuff. I mean, you guess you do have to like sell the stuff, sell the stuff, and things. So mm-hmm. I guess it could be a timely process. But then mm-hmm. again, I don't really know. Yeah. But speaking of houses, there's already rumors that they're. Well, first there were rumors that they were either going to buy or build a house in L.A. Yeah. And now there's rumors that they rented or leased uh-huh. a huge mansion yeah. in Calabasas. Yeah. So what's up with that? Do you think they're going to move in together? I bet the, I bet that's a nice. Hub. I mean, I guess you have to move in yeah. together to be married. Exactly. <laughs> Would be yeah. ideal. Yes, I get that. <laughs> I feel like they're both. They both travel and they see each other enough. Right. Exactly. Like, y- yeah. James has houses everywhere. Mariah has her house here in yeah. the Bahamas. Yeah. And... Well, I bet LA is now a nice hub for them because he can go to Australia. The flight to LA is not so horrible. Right. She can go to Vegas. Nick isn't can be in LA. Right. See the kids. And then fly to New York. It's like a good 
middle ground for all of them. It's a good middle ground. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I see that. I see that. Mm -hmm. I just don't want her to move out there. Is that selfish of me? They're renting. I know, but I still don't want her to move out there. She won't. (laughs) Okay, good. She never will. She's a New Yorker. Right. So she's not going to get rid of her house here, right? No. And Okay. In 70 years when Mariah's not here anymore, that needs to become the Mariah Carey Museum. Yeah, exactly. That I'll totally run. Like, um, yeah. Like, what, what do you call what, it? What's that place where Elvis lived? Oh, Graceland. Graceland. That has to Graceland. become Graceland for Mariah. What Lambs. would it be called, though? Lambland. Lambland? Mariah. Something like that. The Butterfly think... Kingdom? Ooh. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. We definitely need a Mariah Museum. Remember mm-hmm. we talked about it like a couple weeks ago? Yeah, where is it? Why haven't I they know called what's us? happening. Call us. We'll curate. We'll run do it. Do you not have our email? Lambmeeting yeah. at gmail.com. Or follow us at Lamely Meeting. <laughs> you can reach us. You can reach us many, many ways, people. Whoever is running this museum, call mm-hmm. us. We got this. Yeah. Totally do it. Uh-huh. Anyways, um, just as long as she doesn't move out of New York. Never. Okay, good. She never will. She's already never here anyways. She never, yeah, exactly. She's never here. She'll come for Christmas like always and then leave. Yeah. You know, she'll spend her time here and there. Yeah. Here. You know. Okay. I just don't want her to move. She won't. James likes New York. It's fine. We're good. It's fine. It's fine. They just need a hub, a rented house. In LA. That's fine. In LA. But James has houses. Why don't they just stay there? I don't think he owns any houses over there. Oh, really? Yeah. They'll probably get something then. Because he's they... never there enough anyway. They but now probably he, now will he buy will be. then. Yeah. Bro- they probably will eventually buy or build something in LA. Oh, do you know what? Maybe after all this divorcing and selling and shit, they're like, let's just rent a place. If we divorce, we... <laughs> Well, that's easy, Give right? Give up the lease. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, boom. That's probably it's it. done. Maybe she can Airbnb something. Yeah, because I bet they're like... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we know she does that. I bet that's what it is. They've both been through the divorce process of selling properties and yeah. all that mess. Can we also mention... Okay, so Wendy, obviously, because everybody has to put their two cents in here mm-hmm. about the thing, mm-hmm. which is good because I think Mariah's getting great publicity for all of this. Yeah. Um, but Wendy was like... Um, She's always like this. She always has something to say. But like she's like, oh, well, it shouldn't be happening because Nick hasn't met James and the kids. Mm -hmm. Because James has three kids that are all under like eight years old. Yeah. Okay. So like when you integrate families like that, like, you know, that's a long process. Mm -hmm. And she she was saying that it's just too soon Mm -hmm. because the kids haven't even met each other. But like, how do we know that? Yeah, we don't know that. No, and I bet that James's kids aren't like... Mon- I always want to call them Monroe and Monroe because they're Wendy. <laughs> Monroe and Monroe. Yeah. They're completely different. They're in a different world. They right. don't really have famous parents the way Mariah is famous. Right. But James's kids are all with one wife? I think a couple of them. There's two. Okay. James has been married three times as well. Yeah. That's why I think they, they both know what's going on here. Yeah. And I don't... Like that aspect of it doesn't bother me yeah and also let's look at who has the kids the most especially mariah's situation right. it's mariah, mariah the mother so yeah the, james's kids are probably with the mother most of the time exactly now who was the mom uh one was a model i don't even know who see knows? that's how uh, uninterested in james of him yeah. <laughs> that's it <laughs> one was a swimsuit model and then one was someone else I can't remember who it was. Can't remember. But yeah, the kids are going to be with the mom most of the time. That's just sort of how it goes. Yeah. They're probably busy in school, like doing their thing. Like normal kids. Yeah. 
We don't so. need... It's fine. It's fine. I, I don't see that being a problem nah. in the relationship. And that's probably why if they're in LA, they have more chance to come over, hang out with dad and Mariah. Yeah. But then they don't need to be a super close-knit family anyway. No. Because everybody's busy. It, everybody's busy. Like, people don't get, like, these are not, like, normal people that just, like, you know, yeah. go to their nine-to-five job and then come home and make dinner. Like, yeah. these are these are people who lead a very different lifestyle. Uh-huh. N- not just because Mariah's famous or because they're, well, it is because they're rich and famous. Yeah. But... <laughs> It's not. Uh, it's just not yeah. the everyday life. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh-huh. That we think. So you have to take that into you know, account of not accountability. You have to take that into. What's the word I'm yeah, looking kind of, for? Yeah, take it into oh, account. Take it into account. That's mm-hmm. what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't find that being a problem. So yeah. okay, whatever, Wendy. But also from James's point of view, do I want to disrupt my kid's life to bring them into this situation of mayhem? When they probably they grew up in Australia, it's a completely different world over there. We don't right. have the hoopla of celebrity like like here. We have it, but it's not as extreme as here, especially yeah. as extreme as Mariah's world. Do we want to uproot them as children and bring them into this craziness? Yeah. No. No. Moroccan Monroe. Is that the name? Yeah. Moroccan Mar- Monroe. <laughs> Just say rock and roll. Rock and roll. <laughs> Rock and roll were born into it. That's right. What, that's this all they is know. natural for them. Yeah. It's very, very James's natural. James's kids were not born into this situation. Yeah. Like, they're not traveling the world the uh-huh. way rock and roll are. Uh-huh. But that's just the lifestyle they lead because that's what Mariah does. Yeah. You know? James's kids are at home with their mom. Yeah. And so enjoying that's fine. life. Yeah. So we don't need to worry about that being a... Yeah. Some kind of red I don't flag see that being an issue or anything. And plus, and then, okay, so then Wendy was talking about, well, Nick hasn't met James, blah, 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 this, Who that, cares? and the other. Who cares? It doesn't matter. And Nick, you know, Nick has a nice sense of humor. So his Instagram and Twitter were um, all blowing up with that picture that he had um, put. Someone made a meme of Someone, that. Someone, yeah. And he okay. took it. And he took it and used it, which is fine. And yeah. he congratulated the couple. So mm-hmm. I'm sure. I think Mariah and Nick have amicably split. Yeah finalizing the divorce and things are things will be fine yeah they move on exactly i yeah honestly i think nick is secretly happy it's all just taken care of now yeah because now he can sleep with whoever he wants without you know the Mm. repercussions of having your wife yell at you yeah and wendy talking about it exactly or that or that battle of who's gonna win yeah afterwards mariah obviously won she won so now nick can just do whatever chillax do whatever he wants exactly mariah will always win yeah. Always. She already has. She's the winner. Yeah, that's just what she of does. Of everything. She just like just knows how to win. Of the world. That's what it. Has she She's not... the winner of the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what has she not won? Nothing. 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 I mean, yes, she, we all fall down and whatever, but she just comes back winning. Fighting, Fighting. stronger. That's why I love that bitch, man. Mariah. Look at her. Look at her. No, it's really interesting because I there was this article on BuzzFeed. Um, I I didn't really go through the whole thing, but it basically said that when Nick Cannon was on some radio show while Mariah and he were still married, Mm. he said that Mariah told him like if I if um if you ever step out on me if we get a divorce don't worry about me I'm just gonna go get a billionaire Mm. watch. And sure enough, that's what she did. Mariah gets what she wants. She can. She can. She knows what she wants. She's going to get it. She's the winner of the world. 
Yeah. <laughs> she can. Because like, you know, when we were talking about the Steve Harvey interview, how he was telling her what to do. Mm-hmm. No, Mariah knows her power. Yeah. She knows what she can. And make. she's going to use it. Yeah. And look, and she did. And she won. Exactly. You know, there's also a lot of, okay, before we wrap up the wedding talk, the yeah. engagement talk, there's a lot of talk about how long Mariah and James have been dating. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, they've only been dating seven months. Yeah. But I think they've been dating way longer than that. Probably because privately, secretly. Privately, yeah. you know, because she herself said they met at the Hercules premiere. Yeah. Which was in early summer. That's basically when the Mimi album came out. And we knew the relationship was over. With Nick. 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 Yeah. So, yes, she did go right into another relationship, essentially. Yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. Because she was over. When you're over a relationship, you're over it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're over it for a while. Exactly. So, I mean, it was just time to come. So, they've been dating, I think, longer than what we realize. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I I mean, yeah, it's going to be two years. At least talking to each other for a while. At least. Getting to know each other. Yeah, I'm sure they weren't jumping in the sack right away. But they definitely um, were building a relationship. Mm -hmm. So I think they've been together longer than we realize. Yeah. Just putting it out there. Uh Uh-huh. That's all I'm saying. And also, I think this is why (laughs) we didn't really feel the urgent need to call an emergency Lamley meeting on the weekend because it's really not a bad situation. It's not a bad situation. I just want it to, the engagement needs to be a little longer. Please. Yes. Another year or two. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think, you know, we've said it a million times. I think they're good. They're a good couple. I, they're I working. Absolutely agree. They're working. Yeah. They're doing it. So congrats. Congrats, absolutely. For sure. Cheers. Uh, bravo. Mm-hmm. Toast. Okay. <laughs> so we have more moments. Okay, because there are a few other things going yeah. on very quickly. Well, the thing is, I'm wondering when are they going to have time to get married? Because Mariah's busy for the rest of the year. She's I'm looking, a busy, busy lady. I'm looking at her schedule now. She's booked out. She's booked. Booked solid. Okay, so we also got... Um, New Vegas dates. Yes, the Vegas has been extended. June, August, September. Yes. Oh, so July's free. Maybe she'll do it then. Could be. But we need an album too. Mariah, you're busy. We, girl. You don't have time to get married. We need an album. You don't have time to get married. We need an album. We need an extension of the Sweet Sweet Fantasy Tour because those Brazilian lambs, they're dying. They're dying. They've got a they, petition going around. they got around. a petition going. They need, they need you. Mm-hmm. So we got to try to make that happen. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going on. You have Christmas shows. Yeah. You got, you got some stuff, girl. Mm-hmm. You, you need a planner. Uh, you do. A life planner. <laughs> when okay, she needs to have the album in the bag already. Where she needs is it? To, but she's not recording. Do you think she's recording right now? I highly doubt she's even writing. You know she got Garage Band in her apartment. I know, but still, I don't know. We might not get an album. I'm scared now. No, 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 no. We're getting an album. They're not. The people, and especially the label, are not going to waste this moment. Right, because she's Cause riding she, high. Riding high. Last year was a big success. It's going to be at worst after the Sweet Sweet Fantasy Tour. And then those last three months of Vegas is when she can just sell the album. Right. So fall. Yeah. So it like maybe be. after September. 
right? Oh, it could be after September. Or yeah. Christmas. After September. Let's plan for that. <laughs> but see, I don't think they factor in Christmas anymore because do you remember back in the day, you used to buy a CD and wrap it up and that was a Christmas present. People oh, don't do that true. anymore. That's, yeah. You don't, you give don't out, buy gifts. You don't buy CDs. You don't buy iTunes for gifts. for gifts. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So they, I don't think they care about that anymore. That's true. Because that was always Mariah's moment. Right before Christmas, put an album out. Right. Hmm. I don't know, but we have to get something soon. So hopefully yeah. the hopefully the wedding is, you know, far down the road. Yeah. Mariah's busy, James. Because uh, Vegas, Vegas is here and Vegas is uh, calling. Yeah. Well, that's starting in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Or is it next week? Is I think it is. Well, back with Vegas. Yeah. Okay, we need new ensembles. New ensembles. We're paying attention. Fingers are crossed. I'm sure she will. It's yeah. been long enough. You can't use the same uh-uh. ensembles. Uh-uh. No. So, fingers are crossed. We're going to be looking out for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we mentioned the Sweet Sweet Fantasy Tour, which is coming right after that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we'll have new ensembles for that, which I'm very excited to see. Yeah. Um, but there's also been this rumor which i've heard here and there that there's a song called superstar out there okay yeah this keeps swirling around the lamosphere then someone's made some artwork and leaked yeah. it or not leaked it but just put it out there confusing the lambs confusing the lambs again lambs like to do this sometimes like yeah if you don't have receipts yeah don't be talking about this stuff exactly i mean i get i understand where the superstar song concept would come from yeah just like with the artwork for the tour and whatnot. So the picture of the Sweet Sweet Fantasy Tour artwork, Mariah is sitting on a um, vinyl, a vinyl, and the label on the vinyl says "Superstar" with a unicorn on it. Yeah. So I think which I s- think is great. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, completely. So I wonder if people are see- if people are seeing that and putting, adding. Right, they're adding in their own mind that that's going to be the next thing. Adding mathematically, yeah, because I see it as Mariah Carey superstar, right? As just artwork for the tour, exactly. Like that's what you're getting. You're getting Mariah Carey the superstar, not a new song, exactly. But it would be it would be good to get a new song for this tour, though. It would, you know what I mean? Like, the like Infinity obvious, exactly. Like with Infinity and the Vegas thing, yeah. It would be just like a nice little treat surprise that so i'm totally be. down for that especially if we're not getting an album soon you got to throw us something throw throw the lambs a bone you know i've i've chewed up on my bones already you're right <laughs> i've tried to listen to me i'm mariah again but i'm i would listen too much yeah i needed to put that you away need a, a break i got nothing so we got nothing we yeah. need something yeah so hopefully she will release some sort of you know promotional song alongside the tour that would yeah. be great and it could or could not be called superstar. Who knows? It, it is could. what it is. It could. It could. It could. Because you know how um, I Know What You Want came out and it was like just that one song and then that led up to The Emancipation of Mimi. Mm-hmm. Maybe we need that just like one song to warm up. Right. That's not a part of anything. Right. Or even like The Art of Letting Go. I don't know how what we consider that because no, that was supposed to be me and Mariah. Well, yeah, I know that, but it came out so far in advance. Well, that's just a mess situation. But I love that song. You don't love that song? Do you know I was disappointed by it? Really? Yeah, Martin, <laughs> you can't throw this on me right now here in the middle of moments. Um, 
I, I thought mean, it was great. I, I thought it was going to be something a little bit different, but I love it. I was let I down. I was just watching the performance from New Year's Eve just the other day. Really? Yeah. Maybe I have to go back and listen to it. You might have but... to go back and listen to it. I think it's a good song. But see, at the time, I wasn't feeling that she was divorcing Nick. I didn't realize there was trouble in the water. So I thought she was just making up a boohoo song just for the sake of trying to sell CDs. So I wasn't buying the message in the song. Mm-hmm. Also, when she released that teaser video where she's in the studio. With all the strings. And the strings. I thought and it was going to be what, something Didn't bigger. you think it was going to be some huge in, orchestral? Yes, yes. Yes, I did as well. So when we got the song, I was like, where's all the drama that I was hoping for? That I mean, that's true. I will agree on that point, so I but I still love the song. I didn't say I hate it. I said I was let down by it. Okay. And I've never quite recovered from that. Okay, well, you need to recover. So I need to go back. I <laughs> didn't even go back. Because when I downloaded Mia and Mariah, I didn't get that. The bonus yeah. songs? Or didn't add it because I already had it or something. And I just never bothered to merge it into the album. Oh. Oh, I see what you, you know mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Dan, we've been talking way too much. I know. Let's get to the meeting. We're talking about samples. Yes. Stuff Mariah has sampled. All the genius samples that mm-hmm. she has done. Yep. So, let's get to it. Let's. Okay, Lamely meeting. Lamely meeting, sampling, yeah. samples by Mariah. Okay, first of all, this was suggested by one of our listeners uh, over on Instagram. Yes. She commented last year, I think. Mm-hmm. Lindy985, thank you for the suggestion. Thank you for the suggestion. It's a great suggestion. It was it's a, good a great one. topic. Very good topic. Yeah. Um, also, guys, if you have suggestions, send them in, please. Right. At Lamely Meeting, you can just put on the Instagram or Facebook us or email, or email. Lamely Meeting at gmail.com. Give us your ideas for topics. And uh, a little hint. Else. We don't need to know about albums. It's on the like, to-do list. Believe me, we're going to cover all the albums. Give us some creative ideas that, yeah. we can, that we might not have thought about. Whatever you got. Whatever you got, we'll send it our it. way. <laughs> so, okay, let's get right into it. But we are going to do butterfly emancipation, don't worry. Don't worry. We're that's coming up. <laughs> yeah. It's that's going to be a big task to take on. Take so we time. need to yeah. like plan it. Anyway, so Lindy, thank you for this suggestion. Uh it was a good one. Sampling. Sampling, Martin. This is an interesting topic um that is incorporated into the Mariah world. Right. Cuz I think a lot of people don't realize Mariah samples Quite often. Often and frequently. But the um, basically what sampling is, is that you're taking elements from other songs. It could be the beat. It could be some of the lyrics. It could be riffs, like anything. Yeah. And then reworking it into your own song. Exactly. Um, Sometimes samples are very obvious. Yep. Sometimes they're not. Especially with Mariah. I don't think a lot of people know some of the songs that she sampled. Okay. Because they're very obscure. Very obscure, uh, but also it's different from a cover because a cover is just the straight up song re-sung by Mar- by whoever. Right. It's the same song. This is the song reimagined, reworked, a completely new song out of elements of another song. Exactly. Uh, and it's kind of a new phenomenon in music too. Uh, I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know if I would say new, but definitely in the like you know past. Two decades. Well, we're in 2016 now, so I'm, well, I'm thinking 80s, com- 90s. I'm thinking of the hundreds of years of musical. Yes, classical music still around. 
Right. So this is a relatively new uh, experience in the music world, I think. It is. I think it really got its big thing in the 90s. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. it was a huge thing, even though it had been happening a lot in like hip hop and whatnot um, in like the 80s. Yeah. I think it really was brought to the forefront in the 90s. Uh-huh. Um, from what I can recall and remember. Well, did you know that hip hop uh, is the actual first time a musical genre has come out of sampling? That's basically the, the, the basics of hip hop. Yeah. That's where that's how it grew and evolved. Yeah. So Mariah, that's Mariah's genre that she wants to be in. That's the style of music that she she's wants. She's very, very familiar with it because she loves hip hop. Yeah, but is she familiar with it? She's good at it. She's good at it because she's musically genius. Yeah. And she can like hear something and then like make it her own. Exactly. She's genius. But it's not Mariah being lazy. It's Mariah no. being really good at hip hop music. Exactly. And it's not even all necessarily hip hop. Like she's mm-hmm. sampled in many of other songs, R and B songs and, and all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And the songs that she's sampling mm-hmm. are a wide array of yeah. songs. Yeah. You know? Um, and like today we're only gonna talk about maybe a handful mm-hmm. and we'll talk about more as as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Um but she's just really good at doing it. Mariah has that knack, that musicality, mm-hmm. um, that ear to really make something sound so new and so fresh, mm-hmm. even though it's essentially copied or sampled. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's. I think that's genius because it's something that I can't do. Oh, I could never do that. It I takes can, a really musically inclined person to be able to do that. Yeah, but also do it think- well. It also shows that Mariah is very confident in her musicality. She is an excellent singer, obviously excellent songwriter. She's probably not the best musician to right. create the music. She's probably bored with what stuff sounds like, but she is good at hearing someone else's song and then reimagining it in her own right. way, adding because her voice I, to I it. I mean, when you think of Mariah's songwriting process, what she's mentioned a lot of times in the past is that she she usually will come up with a melodic idea. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if she hears a a sample or a melody in another song or a beat or, you know, this little piece of this song, that will inspire her to then create a whole entire song of her own off of that one little loop of, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it be snapping a finger or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, so that's why she's so good at it. She's so melodic Mm -hmm. and she can put melodies together. Mm -hmm. Like flawlessly, yeah. basically, but created an amazing song out of it, right? Something Doesn't... so brand new and so fresh. Yeah, uh, I think the most up is it, was this maybe one of the first times she's really done it on a on a way. Okay, so let's listen to Fantasy. Yeah, uh, but we're not going to play Mariah's tracks. We're going to play just what she we're sampled. assuming that everyone knows what the Mariah song sounds like. All yeah. of these songs we're going to use today are very well-known songs. Yeah, and then try to hear the Mariah song in the original. Exactly. Um, and so we're going to start with Fantasy, I think because it's a very obvious sample. Yeah. But also it's a huge hit, so everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. But we're going to play the original. So you know what we're talking about. Exactly. All right. <laughs>
So that was Genius of Love. Genius of Love by the Tom Tom Club. And it's a cute little song. It is. It's very, I mean, it makes you want to bop. Yeah. It's from the 80s. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of, I want to say pretty edgy. In it, they're Psychedelic. Talking, very psychedelic. Yeah. Very uh, they in it they say we went go insane when we take cocaine. <laughs> That's one of the lyrics, right? It's very it's a very interesting song, um, but again, it's so catchy. Yeah, just the beat. It makes uh-huh. you want to bop. But it's also not fantasy. No, it's definitely not fantasy. Now, speaking of this song, I remember Mariah talking about the whole fantasy writing process. Mm-hmm. And why this sampled was why this sample was used. Mm-hmm. It's because she was writing fantasy. You know, she had a whole other idea for it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, but it was pretty much there. Structure was there and whatnot. And then she was driving around in a jeep on mm-hmm. in Sing Sing. Mm-hmm. You know, in on the, the property on the property, <laughs> and she listening to the radio as she always does. And this song came on. Yeah. And she started singing fantasy over the top of it. And she was like, oh, my God, how genius is this? Oh, wow. It's fucking genius. Yeah. So that's how that all came about. And I think, again, it's fucking genius. Yeah, it is. Isn't it? Yeah. Genius of love. Uh Uh-huh. It is. (laughs) So, and that's why the song works so perfectly. Because she could hear how perfect her song is going to fit on top of that. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's a classic Mariah song. Mm -hmm. But it heavily uses some other song yeah and but they're completely different but they're completely different that's the that's where the sample comes like that's what it means yeah you've used the element of another song to create, create a new song. something new mm-hmm. new and fabulous mm-hmm. um but it also shows that fantasy is a hip-hop song it's not yeah, a pop song it's not a pop song she doesn't want to do pop no but i think fantasy shows us that mariah i mean obviously with the whole odb and the remix and whatnot yeah mariah is so good at blurring that line yeah. between genres uh-huh. and one of the tools she uses is sampling yeah to sort of help blend things together yeah because she's so genius but you're in the remix with ODB, which mm-hmm. is an even more hip-hop heavy song. Much more hip-hop, yes. They sampled um, a little bit of country, a little bit of rock and roll by Donnie and Marie Osmond. Exactly. So that when, so a hip-hop song was created from a cheesy like, like country song. Country. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. But again, that just goes to show it's good. It's a little bit country, mm-hmm. a little bit rock and roll. It almost goes to say like this is a little bit pop, yeah. but a little bit. Uh hip-hop as well yeah you know what i mean yeah so it all plays in really really well it does Um, and it's great fantasy who doesn't love fantasy who nobody and as time goes on it's becoming like a staple signature mariah pop song fun in the club fun in the club always fun in the club yeah i love it hashtag fun in the club it is that's what it is So much fun. So much fun. Um, okay. So, so so now you get the idea of exactly what a sample is. Yeah. So this one is very, very obvious. Well, also, the thing is with fantasy, that was where the shift happened and she went into the hip hop world. Right. Exactly. That's, that's when we left this, adult contemporary. Mm-hmm. And now we're doing what I mean, she it's wants. it's perfect timing for her to do something like this. It mm-hmm. just—it was just a magical time. Mm-hmm. It's a magical transitional time, mm-hmm. and it was really, really good. Okay, but then she takes it further because then we get the Butterfly album after the Fantasy album, right? Uh, and it's more hip hop 
This is when people were saying she's lost her mind. No, she just went deeper into the hip-hop world. She's being creative. It's called being creative and growing. Hello, yeah. people. Mm-hmm. But also, Okay, so we're going to place uh, some samples that she used in Honey. Right. Which, I, I mean, if you're a lamb, you know that Honey has samples in it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the general public realize that the song is sampled and it has two samples. Two different songs being sampled in it to create Honey. Like, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Again, I'm probably going to say this a million times. She's genius. Yeah. To be able to hear that, to blend two samples from two different songs into her own. Yeah. And make a whole new thing is literally, it's like. But I think also what we, by looking at what she has sampled, we're starting to hear what Mariah listens to. Right. What her influences are. What is she like? We're getting to know her a little better by listening to what she enjoys. Absolutely. Number one, love it. Okay, and also with Honey, and I realized this after our last episode talking about Around the World, Mm -hmm. the DVD. When Mariah is singing Honey, she's having the time of her life. Living. You watch her, she's like, she's never been happier in her ever. Yeah. She doesn't care about a lot of fun. She doesn't care about all that other stuff she did. She was living for honey. She was proud of her work. This is what she's been waiting for the whole time. Exactly. And she finally gets it. Yes. All right. Okay. This is how honey was constructed. Hit it. I mean, I think everybody knows that song from your know, like an '80s. Well, kid. I think everybody knows that that hook, the "Hey DJ, play that." Song. I think they know that. Yeah. But what this, what the album version sample? By the way, this is by um, world famous Supreme Teams. Oh, sorry. This yeah, this is called "Hey DJ." It's called "Hey DJ" by world famous Supreme Teams. Everyone in the album version, what the sample you're hearing is the ding. That that, but in the remix with Debrat is where they sample the Hey DJ. Hey, yes, is yes. so you'll hear it more prevalent in the remix. Uh-huh. But for the they she starts with with this. Yeah. Okay. But now let's hear the second sample that helps build the song. Something new. We got something new. Well, if it rated like an eighty, like a movie review. You see, we get five stars for each of us. So let us tell you the deal because it is a must. Well, I'm the number one. How good is that? First of all, but that, then uh, do you like hear the Hey DJ in it now? In yes, your mind? it's so crazy. Yeah. First of all, okay, so that song is called "The Body Rock" by the Treacherous Three. Yeah. And that will make your body rock. That bass line mm-hmm. is like it. It is just so good. It's, it's real bouncy. Real bouncy. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I can't get enough of this. Mixed with Hey DJ, the dun 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 dun. dun. It's perfect. It's, it's perfect. Honey. It's honey. I love it. And then just her amazing vocal over that yeah. is, I mean, it's perfect. I can't even 
say enough about it. But uh-huh. like, again, and these are from two, these are from two separate songs, but like, these are like bands or groups that are like heavy hip hop mm-hmm. groups. Mm-hmm. So it just goes to show that's like, in order for Mariah to pick those random two samples, mm-hmm. it shows you like that she's so well versed in this type of music. Yeah. Exactly. It's not like somebody suggested it to her. No, she's been studying it because the element, because like we said, the elements, hip hop is, comes, sampling. What am I trying to say? Hip hop comes from sampling. Yeah. So she's not trying to create a hip hop sound. She's doing it how it's supposed to be done. She yeah. makes hip hop music. Doing it how it's supposed studied to be it. done. I love that. Studied it and then made her own. Exactly. Like she really understands it and gets it. Like no one can do it like Mariah. Yeah. Like seriously, no one. Because I think a lot of the kids these days are trying to do hip, trying to do hip hop music, but they're not. They, don't, they don't get it. Know, they don't get it. They don't get the the whole. They think history. it's just a sound. That it's not. Right. A, it's not a style. Yeah. They they don't get it. Nobody knows it. They don't get it. These young kids today. Yeah. These Ariana Grande days. I think a lot of people don't get it. That's why they think Mariah's just what's she doing? She's gone crazy. What is this? It's like, no, she's actually doing what she wants. She's doing really smart stuff. And she's really good really at Really smart. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but, you know, and this one... Okay, so this next one we're going to do mm-hmm. is going to be from the Rainbow Album, which mm-hmm. we talked about briefly earlier. Well, then, but now that we're in the Rainbow Album, we've gone Fantasy, Daydream, Butterfly, Rainbow. That's her thing now. Right, right. We're not, these we're not are, turning back. Right. We're these are the first singles off of her off of those three albums. Butterfly, wait, uh-huh. Daydream had honey. fantasy. Yeah. Honey. Butterfly had honey. Uh-huh. And then Rainbow has Heartbreaker. Yeah. So the first three singles off her three albums there mm-hmm. are all heavily sampled. Yeah. But done so well. But like I don't know, like, did you remember them being I knew the Tom Tom Club was a sample. But, like, I didn't know that Honey had a sample until, like, I heard Mariah talking about it. Uh, Same I didn't thing know with time, Heartbreaker. Yeah. I didn't know at the time. But, again, I was I was young, so I guess I didn't really get it. Heartbreaker I knew because uh, I was reading the liner, the book. The book right. Book. So I, I mean, that. I read the liner booklets, too, but I guess I just didn't understand. Yeah. I didn't understand how heavily rooted sampling was in hip-hop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but now that I kind of looked into it and was thinking now about it's like, it. Oh, yeah, duh. It makes total sense. Yeah. So, okay. So for Heartbreaker, I think this is where real geniusness lies with Mariah. Yeah. Because we're not just going to talk about the album version. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the remixes as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the R&B remix is on the album. So technically that is an album version. Yeah. So there's two versions and then the there's a the club song. mix. Yeah. And she sampled in all three of them. Different samples. Different samples. Same song. Same song. Different samples. But she literally created three separate songs. Yeah. In the blink of an eye. Yeah. The blink of an eye. Three uh-huh. songs. Okay. So we all know Heartbreaker. The classic. Mm-hmm. See, even that's fun in the club now, too. It is. Because everyone knows it. Yeah, but it wasn't at the time. Because hip-hop wasn't so popular at the time, and it wasn't so heavy in the club, like it True. Is, the pop club, like it is now. Yeah. So I think looking now, when they play the classic Mariah songs, it matches the club, finally. Yeah. I tell you, I think I said this last week about something, but like Mariah, oh, when we were talking about The Roof, oh. briefly, mm-hmm. Mariah is so ahead of her time. Yeah. So ahead of her time. Uh-huh. Like, people don't even know. Yeah. 
So now here we are with the song that is 16 something, 17 years old. Yep. Yet it still holds up so well today. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the first, for the original version of Heartbreaker. The original. Uh, she sampled Attack of the Name Game by Stacey Lattisaw. Take a listen. I mean, don't you want to body rock to that too? Yeah, that's almost like half a cover. Like she took the it music. Is. I mean, she it, it's pretty it's pretty straightforward. Like that's definitely the song, but nobody knows that song. That song was a never a hit. Yeah. That song was never going to be a hit with those lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like Mariah took that and she literally made a great song. Yeah. I mean, like but- Heartbreaker, the way she sings the verses over that beat mm-hmm. is like genius mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it goes to show like now we're seeing what mariah listens to and also what's stuck in her mind because these songs aren't in our face or on the radio and on the tv right and she's just picking whatever's popular she had to, like go into her musical catalog in her head and remember what this is like this is what she listens to this is right. what stuck and affected her yeah definitely like, we're hearing it and now next we're gonna go to the um the remix of Heartbreaker. Yeah, which has a different sample from Snoop Dogg uh-huh. called Ain't No Fun uh-huh. If the Homies Can't Have None. Mm-hmm. Let me know at the Jack Off Hour. This is DJ Easy Dick. I'm going to give you balls right now. Something new by Snoop Doggy Dogg. And this one goes out to the ladies from all the guys. A big bow wow wow. Because we're going to make it a little mystery here tonight. This is DJ Easy Dick on the station that slaps you across your fat ass with a fat dick. When I met you last night, baby, before you opened up your gap. Okay, that's enough uh, of that. <laughs> that's enough of that. <laughs> but it goes to straight Mariah, like, picks some edgy stuff. Right. This is not uh, sugar gum. This Pop. Is, yeah, this is this not the Spice is, Girls uh, getting sampled. This exactly. Is, <laughs> this is some heavy hip hop. Heavy, hardcore. <laughs> well, maybe not hardcore, but maybe vulgar. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that song is something else. Yeah. I mean, but you see how she took it and turned it into like almost what's like a girl power anthem, though. It's also the um, almost the uh, the clapback. It's yeah. the, the female version it's of that song. It's the clapback before clapbacks were yeah. even invented. An answer. Exactly. It's the answer to that song. It's the answer to that song. Uh-huh. So it's really well done. But it I don't is. think people don't get that, though. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Because, again, like, even though Mariah's blending in a lot of hip-hop here, she doesn't want to go too far into hip-hop because people will then be turned off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So she can only go so far, especially in this time in her career. Uh-huh. Nowadays, she can do whatever she wants. Yeah, she doesn't But care, back, no. you know, here, she was still trying to maintain a level of broad appeal. Also, at the time, she is with Sony, and Sony do not want her to be doing this kind of music. She no. works for them. 
Like that's right. her job. She works for them. Exactly. So she needs to slip it in somehow under in the disguise. Without them really knowing. Re- yeah. What's exactly. going on. And she, she was very successful at doing that. Mm-hmm. And everything turned out to be great. Mm-hmm. But now this third sample that we have mm-hmm. is from the, uh, the Junior Vasquez Club Mix. Yeah. And it's um, called If You Should Ever Be Lonely by Val Young. Yeah. So, you know, for the club remix, they it's called Heartbreaker slash If You Should Ever Be Lonely because she uses so much of the song in there. Uh-huh. But again, before, before, um, before I heard this mix, I had no idea what the song was. Oh, really? Yeah. No. But I guess to show you that even though we're doing a club mix, she's still incorporating elements of hip hop into exactly. the club mix. It's exactly. Not, it's not sta- it's, she's sticking to her guns. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. She knows. She's, she's driving this bus. Yeah. She is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay. let's take a listen so to So let's this. take a listen to that. Yeah. Let's be real. That's one of my favorite remixes is Heartbreaker slash If You Should Ever Be Lonely. Yeah. Because Mariah sings the fuck out of it. She does. Like, she kills it. Uh I'm sorry, Val Young. I'm so happy you made this song so Mariah could be uh, inspired (laughs) by it because Mariah killed that song. Yeah, she always does. She always does. But, like, that is seriously, like... I could this. I think the remix Mariah does is like ten minutes long. Yeah, literally, I listen to it over and over and over again, uh-huh. and like I never get old, tired of it. No, because it's so good. Because I love how it's a club mix, but this when she sings this part of the song, it's just like the little interlude that's right. taking you back down mm-hmm. before she lands kills you, you yeah. again with mm-hmm. her vocals. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's so good. Uh-huh. But there we have an example of Mariah taking one song and turning it literally into three separate things. But one song. But one song. It's all Heartbreaker. It's all Heartbreaker. Uh Uh-huh. But it's so well done. It's just genius. That's all I have to say. Yeah. She hasn't done that in a while, too. No, but I think she should get back to it because she does it so well. Actually, this might... Actually, this is probably the only time she has done it so extreme giving us right. three different songs right because if you really think about it she gave us four different songs with heartbreaker because we also have the heartbreaker slash love hangover mm. don't forget about that one which she did in divas 2000 and then she also did again okay on the, yeah um... let's not start talking about that because that's so <laughs> fucking amazing it's so good she did it on the angels advocate tour yeah she brought that back yeah out. she brought it back which is good because it's again what she did with Heartbreaker yeah. is genius on top of genius on top of genius. Because look at how she can write a song and then just shift it and mold it to fit different music. It's crazy. It's crazy good. Yeah. People do not give Mariah enough credit. That's all I got to say. They do not. They do not. 
They do not. Mm-mm. So where are we going to go next? What's happening next? One sample that I really enjoy, and I think a lot of people miss it. They don't realize it's mm-hmm. there. I love the flyaway reprise in Butterfly. Yes. People don't, a lot of people don't realize that she samples Elton John in there. Right. It's sort of like a surprising um, uh, tidbit of information. Mm-hmm. But again, Mariah blends it in so well that you it, you don't really know when listening. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to be like a, a musical encyclopedia like Mariah is to really pinpoint it. Yeah. But it's there. And it's, I mean, now we listen to it and it's very obvious. But Yeah. So let's take a listen to the original. Uh, it's called... Someone saved my life last night by Elton John. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See that? See that? Now, she didn't use it in the original Butterfly song. Right. This is only in the reprise. Mm-hmm. And I think people miss it because she's belting on top of it. Her, her lyrics, this is underneath it. You have to right. listen carefully. You have to listen. She layered it. Yeah, because a lot of people don't realize, they're listening to her belt. They're not realizing that it's there. Yeah. They don't know that these lyrics are in there. Exactly. So, because this was the original... Um, uh, uh, I guess idea for butterfly like obviously fly away mm-hmm. blah 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 mm-hmm. from this song yeah but she used it in the reprise the the mix the mm-hmm. club mix mm-hmm. and then she was inspired to write the ballad version oh is that how so it yeah the remix came before I guess you wouldn't call it a remix no you, you call it whatever you want but yeah. that wow. the, the Dan the David Morales version mm-hmm. came before the ballad version yeah and th- well, this is a sample that sh- of her not using the music, using the lyric. That's right. the sample. That's what she sampled mm-hmm. and built on. Yeah. And it's perfect. It's. I mean, it fits the song so well. Yeah. And there you go. I mean, Elton John is such a great songwriter to begin with. I he mean, is. he's ev- obviously Gosh, legendary. You know I wish they would sit down together. Wouldn't that be something? They that could come would up be with something, something good. Yeah. Are they friends? I'm sure they are. They must be. I'm sure. They know of each other. Yeah. Why hasn't that ever happened? Right? Hmm. Good question. Yeah. Let's talk about that later. <laughs> Elton John. No, yeah. That would be a great a great thing. Yeah. Because he's musically genius as well. And he has that rich voice that will compliment hers. Yeah. Even if they don't even duet, like just write a song together would mm-hmm. be good. Because mm-hmm. there could be some great stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Good idea. Mariah. Why aren't we running Mariah's? I know. What can we? Camp. Is there a suggestion box? Yes. Do you think we could go <laughs> to, the, to, to Tribeca? The, Tribeca. She should put a suggestion box <laughs> outside, and we'll just pop our little suggestions in there. Just, yeah. just write a note. Yeah, she can read them. Yeah, you know, take it or throw it away. Throw it away. Yeah, that needs to happen. Should we invent a suggestion box? We might. We'll have just install to. it ourselves. We should. <laughs> She wouldn't mind. I'm sure she wouldn't. She'd probably only come and check it once every three months because she's flying around the world. But exactly. that's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that was a really, really uh, great example. Uh-huh. But now we're going to move on to another butterfly song. Mm-hmm. 
called The Roof. Okay, this is one of my faves. One of my faves. But also I love the sample too, what she sampled. I and this all this Okay, so we're talking about The Roof. The song that she sampled is called The Shook Ones Part 2 by Mob Deep, and it's a real sexy New York rap song. Yes, it has a great vibe to it. Yeah. But I I love the sample she used, but I think her use of it is mm. better than the original use, which I think most of these are. But this one for me, Mariah's Mariah takes the cake with this. Like she really made this loop that she uses mm-hmm. sound better because I, of what she put around it. I agree, but I think she really compliments the song and uh and uh, stuck to the true essence of what the song is. But made it her again, made it her own version. But it's a, still a, the same song. I I'm really looking. I wish I could mix songs. I really would love for someone to do a good mix of the original, of Shook Ones and the Roof put together. Yeah, that. So would be I can good. listen to it in one hit. Yeah, because they're so good together. I I would love to hear that too. Yeah. I'm sure Lamb out there can do it. Yeah, there's a couple on YouTube, but they're just not that good. Like I want a really, really, like a really, really good, good one. one. One that really gives us. The mm-hmm. moments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but also, and also, Mob Deep did a rap for the remix of the roof, the right? Mob like Deep the video, mix. the extended mix, that which I think again works so well with that song. Mm-hmm. Everything about the roof is pure perfection. perfection, pure perfection. Yeah, from the video to the music to the lyrics to the samples to everything, mm-hmm. perfection. Yeah. So let's take a listen to Mob Deep's. Original version. Mm-hmm. Hold up, say word. Yeah. To all the killers and the hundred dollar billers. For real, because who ain't got no feelings. Feelings. Check it out now. We be the infamous, you heard of us. Official Queensbridge murderers. The mob comes equipped for warfare. Beware of my crime family who got enough shots to share for all those who want to profile and pose. Rock you in your face, stab your brain with your nose bone. You all alone. So you hear the roof, right? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. But like those little, um, um, from the little like tap 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 what is that called to them like the they're tapping on the tambourine maybe? yeah whatever oh, that the tambourine the symbols the, yeah whatever they call that yeah like that and then that bass line that yeah uh-huh. i love that mm, it's so good yeah because that's like that bass line is i feel like that's the pulse of new york it's this sexy dirty right it's sound. real sexy yeah Ooh, it's real sexy it's a good and that's what the roof is it's a real sexy we're on the roof making out yeah draining Mm. It's New York. It's not raining yet, but it's a little it wasn't misty. Raining yet. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. That whole again, Mariah's so good at just creating an image mm-hmm. and a feeling mm-hmm. with the song. Yeah, but look how that music also encap like it. Uh, it's she doesn't need to say it. Like the music is what right creates it, the feeling. Exactly. Right. It's almost like she's adding words, language to the music. Right. Which is what, I know that sounds obvious, <laughs> but she's really like deconstructing what the music is and then articulating it. Right. That is 
genius. That, I mean, that's, that's really hard to do. It's really hard to do. I mean, writing a song is one thing, but like really creating or bringing out a mood or a feeling from music mm -hmm. is a whole other thing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't have that skill. Mariah has it times 10. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. But look at how, if you look at what the roof is and what's the story, she's in New York City on a rooftop party, which is uniquely New York. That's, what, that's kind of what you imagine, just rooftops and parties and yeah. having a hip-hop theme to it. Look at how she was able to find what she needed to match her vision. Yeah, exactly. But she's like the musical encyclopedia, so she just had to flip through a couple pages in her mind mm -hmm. and be like, mm, that's exactly what we should use. Yeah, but that, look at how she can execute something so perfectly. It's perfection. Name me another song about New York. That's not obvious. It's not the Concrete Jungle song with Alicia Keys and what's right. his face. It's something that's just the spirit of New York. Yeah. And it's not touristy New York. This is like day-to-day -day life. Yeah. This is what people do here. Yeah, we're not talking about Welcome to New York, Taylor Swift. No. That's oh. not what we're talking about. Sorry, sorry, 50s. <laughs> Look how she did that. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. Uh, but I think that's that's a true gift that people do not give Mariah credit for because uh -huh. it's just again, it's just a song is a song, mm -hmm. yes, and it's great, and it creates a feeling inside of you. But to be able to portray the feeling of music mm -hmm. through your voice or your styling or your whatever you do, whatever Mariah does, that's yeah. amazing. That's 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 a gift. Yeah, and let's not forget, hip hop came from New York. It originated here. Yeah. So this is really like the raw essence of what, what hip-hop music is. And she's just a master at it. A master. I mean, literally, we could probably talk for hours about The Roof. Mm -hmm. And we will one day. But Mariah was so far ahead of her time. Yeah. But this is where sampling is important. Because if you want to tell a story about New York... This is like a full circle moment yeah. for This her. encapsulates everything. What she's trying to achieve, she's trying to tell a story of New York. The music tells the story of New York. Right. That's what she's doing. She's successfully executing... A day in the life. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Boom. Uh-huh. Well, let's move on to okay. my, our next little thing because Dedicated sort of also goes and plays upon that theme a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because in Dedicated from Me, I Am Mariah, she samples um, the mystery of chess boxing from the Wu-Tang Clan, yeah. which is, again, another um, New York. Obviously, you get that raw feeling. Nas is in there. They're mm -hmm. talking about the nostalgia, mm -hmm, of, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. So this sort of plays off that little thing as well. Um, and this is obviously a, a nod back to those days when hip-hop was, like, growing and, yeah. like, you know, all of that. Um, I think with Dedicated, they're, they're reminiscing about those days in the 90s, singing like she used to do. Um, there's a line in there, like, she's damn near part of the Wu-Tang Clan. Or I mean, yeah, she damn near is. I think people didn't realize. But it's realize, because yeah. hip-hop is, Mariah, is, it's like intrinsic but in she, her. She was always part of it. And back in those days, she was the ad adult contemporary pop star. No, she was in the hip-hop world. She's in the hip-hop world. That's what she grew up listening to. I mean, obviously, she listened to everything, but like... 
this is what she wanted to do. And she didn't just jump on the bad way again. She was in it. ODB is from the Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. Which is a heavy, hardcore rap group. Great music. Excellent musicians. The album that um, Enter the Wu is a fantastic oh, album. Oh, amazing. Oh, I love the album so much. It's, it, I, mean, that's, I mean, that's a masterpiece. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. really is. Um, um, but I always looked at Dedicated, and I think this is what it is. It's just like Dedicated, it, it, it is like a throwback. It's a throwback to those days of hip-hop. Yeah, because when she says dedicated to you, I'm, I'm not envisioning a person. Deca- I'm right. envisioning to th- that, that era, scene, that, that time, that scene. That, I feel like it's been dis- it's dissipated now. Right. It's not what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so let's play the original. It's like mariah yeah i love it uh-huh it's really really well done but it goes to show that even back then they were they know mariah is in the scene because they're they're quoting her in their song right exactly like they know mariah's like down uh-huh. mariah is down mm-hmm. um i mean this song obviously came out before mariah worked with odb but they already know that mariah's like this is like what she she's in she's in wait did, i think this came out after the fantasy thing no i think it didn't really? i think it came out in like early 90s really i mean i could be wrong i'd have to double check let's double check that okay let me get on google but anyways but any either way but they're um, aware of her they're aware and they know that it's like the real deal it's not like mariah trying to be something but they're not talking shit either they're they this uh, Messiah is talking about how he is such a good rapper that he's as good as Mariah singing. Mariah singing, right? So they're not making fun of her. They're like compliment or acknowledging that she's very talented at what she does. Right. They know the T. They, they know, know the deal. Mm-hmm. They know what's happening. Wait, how come I can't find this? Um. Here we go. What? I got it. I got it. I got it. You got it, the Google. It came from. Oh, this is not it. The Google is not working with me today, Martin. And How come I can't? It's not always reliable like that. Um. Anyway, but here's the thing. So when she reused that in Dedicated, it's almost like a full circle moment with that song. Come right. back around. It's coming back around. It's it's giving us nostalgia. Yeah. And she used it real well. Yeah. Because I don't think people realize that the Carrie Like Mariah piece in Dedicated is from this. Right. But also another thing, slight sidebar on this, I think Mariah even samples herself in Dedicated because in the background you can hear her singing bits of fantasy. Yeah, because she references that in the song. And she references that in the song and whatnot. But like even that alone is like super, super good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I just see here that in November of 93, this album came out, the 36 Chambers. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, it was before fantasy. So like they obviously before Mariah even started showing the world that she was into hip hop. Yeah. Wu Tang already knew that Mariah was she it, was down with it. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know how they knew, but they knew. 
Well, later in the song, ODB is in it. So, well, yeah, they're all they all know each other. They're, they're hanging out in the club together. Yeah, I mean, maybe not, maybe not, because Mariah's still married. Oh yeah, she's Tommy. You're right. <laughs> but somehow there there is a connection there, yeah. and it's just probably because you know Mariah is maybe, immersed in the world of hip hop. Maybe Mariah was just fanning out. Yeah, she was just fanning out. Telling she was them. a fan girl. Yeah, and that's perfectly good. Uh huh. And obviously, that's how her and ODB got together, and then history is history. Exactly. Wow. Well, let's um let's bring it around full circle. Look at how Rick Ross just sampled "Can't Say No." Right. Can't let go for "Can't Say No." Yes, that's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's come like Mariah is it's now the come sample, full circle. Like even the sampler is now the sample lead. Exactly. <laughs> like he is right now. I guess he's like one of the big hip hop guys. Yeah. I mean, he's big, right? He's pretty big right now. Um, and here he is, throwing all the way back mm-hmm. to a ballad from Mariah, and he's sampling that. Yeah. It's turning amazing it, turning it into hip hop. Exactly. Because that was not a hip hop song. That's no, just not a regular ballad. Yeah. So I bet she loved the idea of that. Oh, of course. I would have. I mean, yeah. I do, because I like the song. Obviously it's grown she did. on me she immensely. Went, yeah, she redid it. Yeah. We did the lyrics. So I'm a fan of that, but it just goes to show that like there is a symbiotic relationship of with Mariah and hip hop and yeah. other hip hop artists. Yeah. Like it's it's there in the mix. And you know, in the earlier days with fantasy and, you know, um, Honey and Heartbreaker and whatnot. She was getting her hip hop in there however she had to mm-hmm. by using these samples. Mm-hmm. And she did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. So more power to you, Mariah. But don't forget at the time it wasn't happening in the mainstream and no. it shifted the culture of popular music. Yeah. I mean, the only people who were sampling music like this were other hip hop artists. Yeah. Pop artists weren't really doing that. Yeah. I mean, if you were sampling something, you were usually just making a cover song. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to really go back in my musical Rolodex to see like if anybody else was really sampling music outside of the hip hop rap world. In the and mainstream? I, I in the mainstream? Not many. No. No. In the pop world? I can adult contemporary artists. Yeah, no. She blew the lid off. She it. blew the lid off of it. And it's amazing. Yeah. You go, girl. You go, Glenn Coco. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's enough. All right. We us. have a little bit of lamb mail coming up. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Okay. Here we are. That was a long one again. A long one again. It but happens. it happens. You, you know. It is what it is. Santa. Um, okay, so obviously that was a few of Mariah's samples. She has a ton of other ones. Yeah. So if you have a favorite, tell us. Find us at Lamely Meeting. We're on Instagram. That's our fave. Yeah. We're also on Facebook. We're over there too. Twitter, mm-hmm. Tumblr. Mm-hmm. You can find us. Tell us your thoughts. Yeah, give us your feedback on the sampling. Yeah. We love it. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, but we uh, want to wrap things up pretty quickly here. Yeah. So we have a couple of lamb mail moments yep. uh, that we are going to get right into. And this first one um, comes off of last week's episode. Remember, I had my first Vegemite oh, tasting. Yeah. How did you feel after that? I mean, I felt okay. I was not traumatized. Oh, good. Um, you didn't have it properly, though. Don't forget. You got to put it on toast with butter. 
like for real like that's yeah. not even a joke <laughs> no for real that's how you know I, w- I would have to try it like that to really know but like um but when she redid the moment uh recently mm-hmm. she just did it with a spoon this time though right she did she didn't have she anything did. she just had it's even the, worse than having it with a cracker right you gotta like do it you gotta do it right yeah so anyways from Facebook, Jem Jem Marathi um, commented that uh, I was there for her retasting in Sydney in 2013. After she tried it, she said, "If somebody doesn't bring me a glass of champagne in 1.5 seconds, everybody's fired." <laughs> I was there for that. Were you? Yeah. I was in Did Sydney. somebody bring her champagne? I think so. I don't think anybody got fired. Okay, good. I think it took longer than 1.5 seconds. Okay, was this the same show where she went into the tangent moment? <laughs> no, the tangent was the show before in the Gold oh, Coast. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, her audio was fine in Sydney. Okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. Sydney like was that. when she did the um, Can't Let Go, Love Takes Time acapella moment. Ooh, yes. That, that was real good. was everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that, was, that was that. I'm reliving that moment now. It was good. Oh my god, I love it. And this is why I tell people, if you're going to see Mariah's show and you're a fan, do two. Because I went to the Gold Coast show and was just freaked out by the whole situation. Mm-hmm. H was in Australia, B on there. <laughs> She's in front of, like, just, you're not really taking in what's happening. So by the Sydney, the second show in Sydney, you just sit back you're and You're like, relax. okay, now you're I can, it. like, take everything in. And now, it's like, yeah. cool, I can, like, watch. Mm-hmm. Instead of being, like, bombarded with, like, oh my god, oh my god, Emotions, oh my god. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what's going to happen. Exactly. The second show. Um, but another one that also have uh, we another got another lamb mail of an Australian moment mm-hmm. um, from Amber Claire, and uh, she says I was at Mariah's first Australian show in Brisbane in 1998, where I threw a toy koala on stage with a note, and she dedicated "Without You" to me. It was awesome. Sadly, no one has the footage of it, and it wasn't included on her Around the World DVD. Oh, wow. I know. That's a cool moment. That's a great moment. I'm, I mean, I, yeah, think of it back in 1998, like, to get, like, footage. Yeah. Like, from the fans and stuff. There was no cell phone, There no was smartphone. none of that. Like, if you wanted to, like, record something, you had to bring in a big old camcorder. Yeah. <laughs> you had to, like, be all low-key about it. Nowadays, it's like everybody's cell phone is up. Yeah. Like, if that happened in today's world, uh, someone oh, would have captured it. Tons of versions of it. Oh, it'd, it'd go viral. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but oh, that's, that's super least, fun. Yeah, at least you have the memory At of least that. you have the memory. That's that's the thing. Back in the day, that's mm-hmm. all we have now, memories. I know. Memories. Isn't that crazy? I bet the footage is in the vault over at Epic. Oh, I'm sure... I'm sure they filmed those concerts, yeah. all of them. It's all It's all captured. Yeah. It's all captured somewhere, so yeah. you never know. In the years to come, whatever's in that Sony vault, yeah. it could come back. So Do hope you know it's what? not gone. It needs to go into the Mariah Museum. It does. It does. There's so much we need to put in there. I know. Museum people, please. please. Who's running it? Is it James? <laughs> Whose idea this is? James, <laughs> call us. talk to you? Because <laughs> we got this. Because we have like a whole video wall of all the butterfly tours. Oh my God. Just playing all at once. Could you imagine? Oh my God. All, all the, the footage tape. that's out there that yeah. like we, ugh, I can't, don't get me. I'm going to get overwhelmed, Martin. This this is turning to the suggestion <laughs> box. <laughs> yeah. Forget lamb now. This is lamb suggestion box. Like we need to like put it out there. Um, See, now my mind is stuck on the museum. I know. 
but we got to keep moving on. It could be so much fun (laughs) if you do it right. If you do it right. It could be the most bizarre thing in the world, but amazing. Like the most crazy thing, because like who would ever imagine like being surrounded by all that Mariah? Yeah. You know what else would have to go in there? Because Mariah's always said, now I can't stop. Well, her Marilyn Monroe piano, you know how when Mariah bought it, she's like, oh, it's a special piece for Marilyn. And like, I want to one day put it in a museum, which is where it should be. Mm -hmm. But it should be in the Mariah Museum. You think? Yeah, because like. It tells her story. It tells her story because people don't get it. But like, I get it. But like when Mariah says she idolizes Marilyn Monroe, Mm. it's hardcore. Like she, she, she lambs out, lambs out over Marilyn. Uh-huh. So like having that piano is really like a big deal for Mariah. Uh-huh. And I think Marilyn has been a big deal in Mariah's life. And, that, and it just they go hand in hand, I think. Yeah. So well, I know, think it should go into the Mariah Museum. Do you know that Marilyn had a makeup range at Mac recently? Yes. She was the first one that did like the Legends oh, um, oh, oh, uh, oh. line. Oh, is that what it's part of? Yeah. Wow. I think it is. And I think Mariah might be the second one to do it. Wow. Yeah. I think. Uh-huh. Um, but do yeah. That, do you think Ariana has a Mac line out now? Well, I wish her well. Yeah. That's fine. I wonder if Mariah knew that when she signed the papers. About the Marilyn thing? Um, no, about the... Uh, Ariana thing? Yeah. Probably not. She doesn't know her. She doesn't. You're right. No, she doesn't know her. (laughs) But just because somebody has a line with Mac doesn't mean that, like, because Mariah's line is, like, special. Like, it's with the, it's in the Legends category. But, you know, those dumb papers are going to pull up the sales figures and be like, oh, Ariana outsold Mariah's makeup. Oh, I don't, I can't even. I won't even. Let's just brace for that occurrence. Yeah. But I bet it's going to be a great line. I wish I wore makeup. Well, Mariah's wear, line, yeah, yeah, Mariah's line. Like I, I wear makeup, but not like lady makeup, mm. boy makeup. Yeah, sometimes you need a little powder. Just you need it. a little something sometimes, you know, especially in the winter time. Yeah, my skin, you know, you need to moisturize. Yeah, you need to like, you need, you need sometimes. Yeah, Do you know, sometimes <laughs> look at James Packer. I wish he would just have a little bronzer, just a little something, just to get maybe that. just to you know mm. even out the skin tone. Maybe a little something, James. That's all right. A tan. Go to the beach. What are you doing? I mean, he should be having a tan all them times. We are talking too much. We're not even in lamb mail anymore. <laughs> If we lost land now, what happens? <laughs> but all them times they're on them yachts everywhere. They should be like getting some sun, yeah? Yeah. Maybe he doesn't tan very well. Do you think? It could, yeah, because it could be like me. Like, he I don't tan burn. very well. Oh. Uh, so you need to like, you need to like, it, it has to, like, in order to get a tan when you're like pale like me, like you need to, it needs to be like a daily thing. Really? Like you got to like work at it. Oh, uh, I've got the opposite problem. I just turn brown. Oh my God. I wish I could do that. No, it's annoying because just walking to the bus stop, I can get that t-shirt mark. Oh, I guess that would be annoying. It's really annoying. So you got to be careful with that. Oh, by the end of summer, I have the full neck and <laughs> arms situation going on. Hey, Always. I mean, or you could be like white, 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 like me that like, no, I get nothing. It's horrible. <laughs> I don't know. So where, where it, it's either this or that. And it is what it is. We can't always have our golden spray tans like Mariah. That's why we need a little bronzer just to... Yeah, just a little something to brighten it up. That, we, that's just a suggestion. Okay. That just you know was... What? We just put that in the suggestion box for James. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to put another suggestion in for Mariah. Make a bronzer that we can all just grab and... Everyone oh, grab and go from. bronzer. Yeah, I'll take that. Oh, I totally would take it. Don't even get me started. Yeah, that's where she can like meet the men lambs. Yeah. White lambs. Yeah. 
like just like a nice Get little bronzer, a little something to throw on. A little powder, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm I'm down. Okay. Okay. Mariah, I hope Mariah's people are taking notes. While I they hope li- so. While they're you know. Um, okay, <laughs> final lamb mail. Can we get back to lamb mail? Yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> at Bobby Womack, HBF. Uh, these people, who's running things at Honeybee Fly? Caesar's Palace spelt wrong twice. Okay, so tickets went on sale. Mm-hmm. They did a huge um, thing. The pre-sale. The pre-sale thing. That. And Caesar's Palace is misspelled on the official website. Yeah. Of MariahCarry.com. Mariah. Like, what? How did that happen? Who is doing it? Who is doing this? Like, obviously, that should be double-checked by multiple people. So it's not just one person's fault. Yeah. It's like, how did all of you Uh not know to proofread this? Yeah. But it just goes to show, sometimes I think they do things haphazardly at Honeybee Fly through the label or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they're not thinking things through. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. like... How do you not proofread? Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Because obviously Mariah's not the one sitting there typing it out on her no. laptop. And I'm sure Mariah didn't even have anything to do with that. No. But, but it's, it's who, reflecting her It's reflecting brand. on her. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. How are you going to misspell the name the of the venue that she's performing at? Yeah. Like, that's like misspelling her name. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not like some rare random thing like somebody should have noticed that yep that's very blatant Mm -hmm. just saying it is but thanks for pointing that out bobby womack but it goes to show that the lambs are paying attention we didn't point that out they're not paying attention yeah so like and anyone should know that Mm -hmm. anyone Mm -hmm. i mean anyone who's literate should know that that's misspelled i mean you know stuff happens but um i used to work in publicity you before you hit send on anything, you have to take a breath and check the obvious things. Right. You just make sure you spelt this correctly, someone's name correctly, the company correctly, because that's where mistakes happen. Because you're not thinking about them. Right. Someone should have done that. Somebody should have done it. That's all. But it just goes to show that people are being lackadaisical over there at HBF, yeah, and it's I, unacceptable. I still cannot get into my original login, and you're still emailing me on it. By the way. My senior HBF. status. HBF. Yeah. Yeah, how you doing, HBF? What's good? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's That's wrap it. that up. Okay, guys. So find us at Lamely Meeting. And if you had fun today, please, if you can, go over to iTunes. Uh, maybe write a little review as to why you like it. Uh, the reason we keep asking about it is because it creates attention on iTunes and helps us get on the chart. Mm-hmm. So maybe other lambs will see it and then start listening and it just helps. It uh, just help helps everything all around. Everybody. iTunes, iTunes, iTunes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, follow us everywhere. Uh-huh. Instagram. You can Google us now and you'll find yeah. us all over the place. It's, it's going to be fun, guys. I mm-hmm. promise you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. iTunes reviews are fun. All right. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Okay, sorry we were talking so long. I know. <laughs> it's It happens. I hope we you get enjoyed into it, it. I mean, this is an extra long one. It is. But... It is what it is. Yeah. It is what it is. Sometimes they're long, sometimes they're short. It's just right. the way, it, it the just, nature of it. I know, but this one's really long, Martin. I know. Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. You can, like, cut it up into two parts if you want, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. next week... We've got an exciting one. 
Yes. We are going into the American Idol saga. So we're going to cover everything from the time when she was a mentor Mm -hmm. to the judging. Mm -hmm. And this is the last season of American Idol. So this is sort of perfect timing for us to talk about Mariah's appearance. Her moment on that. Her moment on that. Because there was some funny moments and there was some funny one-liners. Yes. And she looked amazing. I loved seeing what she was going to wear every week. Yeah. So there's a lot to talk about, actually. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's way delving in. We're delving in. We're covering it all. It'll be fun, guys. Yeah. So uh, come back next week. Come back next week. Thank you so much for listening. Tell your friends, as always. Keep sharing and liking and all that kind of stuff. It, we it appreciate helps. it. Yeah. And we love it. All right. And hashtag Lamely. Talk soon. We just want to thank our Lamely meeting team, hosted by yours truly, Dan Enriquez, and Martin Burgess. Also, we want to thank our producer, Jarrah Steed, and our graphic designer, Sean Marks. Thank you.